Welcome back to Unfiltered Faith Podcast with Meredith and Stoss. Today's a... <laughs> I already messed it up. Today is a great, great day. day. Why is it? The Lord has made it, so rejoice. We will rejoice and be happy in it. That's Psalm 118, y'all. <laughs> So it is Meredith and I's birth month this month, and we just wanted to do an episode um, on giving you guys' advice on navigating life in our 20s, because Meredith just turned 25, and I am turning 21 in a couple of days, and we just thought this would be a great episode to, you know, give some advice. If you're maybe in high school going into college in your uh, 20s or um, if you're already in your 20s just advice we'd give us our younger selves or you guys that you guys want to hear from us but before we get into this episode I did want to warn you guys we did have some technical difficulties throughout the episode we are not sure what happened or where it came from there's just some staticky noises that happened throughout the episode so I just wanted to warn you guys probably not to listen to this episode with headphones in and next time we will make sure this gets resolved and we sincerely apologize for the technical difficulties but we just want to let you guys know before listening to this episode so without further ado let's just get into it so um with each advice i was thinking i was like hey let's just do the five pillars of life so that's like faith relationships and relationship goes into different categories dating. of like dating friendships family yeah. And then um, health, which is mental and physical health, and uh, career, career and passion. passion. That's Perfect. five, right? I love it. That's I think great. I think I got it. Queen. <laughs> um, but yeah, just just overall like advice of like every aspect in your every life, life. and um, yeah. So let's get let's into do it. it. Guys. We're gonna start off with, with faith. faith. Okay, so my first piece of advice, something that I wish I would have. Uh, something I wish I could have told myself when I was like going through high school is that it doesn't matter what others think of you, only God. Um, it's good to have spiritual guidance, but ultimately we need to be taking everything to the Lord in prayer. Um, like all decisions, all major things, like it's so important to really just ask God and ask for discernment, ask for wisdom, even with like friendships. Um, I just think it's so important to really go to God for all those things. And I, like just looking back at my life, there's so many things I did that I just didn't consult God on. And if I had, I think I could have avoided certain things. But ultimately, everything you go through is going to mold and shape you into the person God has created you to be. Um, and I love this verse in Proverbs 27, 17. It talks about how iron sharpens iron. So it's so important to surround yourself with people that are going to speak positively into your life and speak faith and encouragement to you. Um, and that really will lift you up and support you. Yeah, I totally agree. That's super good. I mean, with advice, you know, I'd give myself or, you know, that whoever's listening now, um, I would put God first in everything that you do, because if you don't, everything will fall apart. And this is coming from my experience. Like I didn't put God first in all of these aspects of life and, I just I just crumbled and I've felt like I've experienced a lot of spiritual warfare because I didn't put God first and I should have and I didn't know how to fight the good fight because I wasn't like on the full armor yeah I wasn't putting the full armor of God and I wasn't putting him first and that's why I love this verse Matthew six thirty four seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need so in anything that you do, um, I feel like you always need to put God first and to 
and not and I would always hear that like my mom would always say that to me to like put God first before anything that you do in your career in your life um and I didn't and I felt like I did perish and suffer a little bit but obviously I'm learning and growing through that and now that I am putting God first um you know everything is starting to work out for his good um that's good that also reminds me of John 15 5 which says I am the vine you are the branches if you remain in me and I in you you will bear much fruit apart from me you can do nothing so basically that's saying that when we are in Christ and we are abiding in him we will produce the good fruit, like the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So all these things we can do because we are in Him and we're remaining in Him. And then it's kind of crazy. It literally says, apart from me, you can do nothing. So back yeah. to what you're saying is like, if you're not if you're not doing it with God by your side, it's it's most likely not going to... It may You may see, think in the moment like, oh, this is a good opportunity, but like, where is it? If it's not from God, like, my perspective now is, like, if it's not from God, I don't want it. Yeah. That's really, really good. No, I I totally agree. And a lot of people, I mean, I feel like with career-wise, like, of course you can be successful with, you know, hard work and determination and um, consistency and all that stuff. But, but at the end really of the day, success, you know? Yeah, at the end of the day... If you don't put God first, I think people, like, even I feel like that sometimes. You're always trying to achieve success, but that will never really bring fulfillment. Yeah, you'll always be going for the next thing to, like, fill that. Like, oh, what can I do now? I accomplished this. Like, what's next? And if if you are already fulfilled by the love of God and you already know that, like, okay, I'm here for his purpose and his glory, then all those things after will just be added to you. All those things that you do will just be, like, cherry on top because you already know your ultimate reward is in heaven yeah that's so good so going into like friendship advice um I honestly like now that I'm like growing older and like (laughs) I feel like I'm saying I'm I'm growing older I'm like just turning 21 and that's still really young (laughs) I'm acting like I'm going into 30 (laughs) um no but like some advice I would give myself would be or like to everyone that's listening, obviously, is, like, it's okay to let people go. Mm-hmm. Like, stop people-pleasing. Like, stop trying to be Preach. friends with every single person, especially to, like, past friendships that are, you know, that aren't building you up or that aren't in, like, good community or, like, helping you grow your relationship with the Lord or helping you grow as an individual because, it's like you don't want to keep holding on to those people or holding on to friendships and try to tear yourself apart to be friends with every single person. Mm. So I was just like, you don't need to be friends with everyone. And what's that quote that's like, um, that I saw on Instagram, it was like, you don't need to like everyone. Or what is that quote? It was like, oh, I know what you're talking You know what about. I mean? It's like, you. Well, you can. This is the thing. Okay, you can. People come into your life for seasons. Like, God does that. He will bring people into your life. It doesn't mean that they're always going to be there because there's people that are going to teach you lessons. And, like, with my past mm-hmm. friendships, like, I learned a lot from those things. And, ultimately, it it made me stronger as an individual. Mm-hmm. So, what you have to realize is, okay, so those people, like, it's okay that I'm no longer, you know, super close with them. I'm going to just let them go and I'm going to love them from afar. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you you still love those people because we're all created in the image of God. We're all made in his image, and, and God loves 
every single person. So even if someone did, you know, betray you or hurt you so deeply, it's so important that we learn to forgive because it's not for them. It's for you. It's for your heart to forgive those people. So, you know, you just love them from, from afar. You pray for them. You forgive them. And that's all you can do. I agree. No, that's that's really, really good. I, I think this is the quote. You don't need to be liked by everybody. You don't even like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, no, but it's true, and that's that's so true, too. Like, forgiveness is key. It's not only for, well, in the Bible, obviously, obviously says God literally commands us to forgive, to forgive and love onto others, but I think the, the healing happens is when you, you forgive for yourself, mm-hmm. and, and not only just to, just to feel like, I don't know, like, you need to forgive because you have to. It's more so, like, that you, healing yeah. that you also it's, get. Yeah, like, if you're coming at, at it of a place, well, okay, I guess I just have to forgive them. It's more about your heart posture yes. towards it. Like, you're turning your heart in from a place of resentment, bitterness, anger, and you're turning it into love, you know, um, patience. Like, you're just turn, you're turning your heart. Because think about when Jesus was on the cross and he had to forgive Judas that betrayed him. He had to forgive everyone that put him on the cross and he died yeah. for their sins. So if Jesus died for the people that put him on the cross, why would that, we think that uh, we his own forgive? disciple yeah. betraying him that turned the other cheek? Why couldn't we forgive like an old friend? Yeah, exactly. So that's like advice <laughs> I would definitely give myself is like just don't hold on to grudges. Don't don't hold on to any resentment. Just let it go. Hand it to God. Just lay it all at his feet and, and ask the Lord to help you forgive if you're having a hard time forgiving someone. Amen. I totally agree. Okay, we're going to jump to dating, and we're both still single, and it's great. It's I, so great. I, I don't want to say I'm ready to mingle because I think God's mending me in this season to be single. That's good. <laughs> so I, I don't think right now in this yeah. season I feel like I'm ready to mingle. You're in a, what did Riley call it? Closed singleness. Yes. Closed. Yes, I'm, I'm in exactly an open that. Shout out to you, Riley. We love yeah, you. We love, we love you, and Riley. miss you. I'm in um, an open stage, I think. I think you are. Yeah, I think you're ready a little bit. Yeah. Um, As for me, no. (laughs) (laughs) I got some work to do. Some emotional healing a little bit. No. Um, So some advice, honestly, I would give into like, you know, before going into dating. I was thinking, when was my first official date? I like high school. I think it wasn't really a date. I already knew the guy. So it's like, I it wasn't like a random date that I got asked. Because that's so different when you go to school with someone or if you know someone for some time and then you go date them. Yeah. I don't know. That's different. But I would say, I don't know, like before getting into a relationship or bef- before you go into the date, know your intentions and obviously know the guy's intentions. Obviously, I have a lot of things to say about that because right. a lot of guys, this is their trick and I've watched videos and heard of like, guys saying this like they will take girls on dates and then like you know hype not like necessarily hype them up but take them out to a good dinner and then you know like hang out with them for some time and then obviously try to hook up with them and after they get what they want they're just like oh you know like um I mean that's majority of guys yeah that's majority of the worldly men but yeah the world yeah my stepdad was even telling me that too he was just like warning me like Guys will seem. I mean, sometimes even Christian like wolves in sheep clothing. Yes, wolves in sheep clothing. Like sometimes Christian men. That's when you know, like they're not. Spirit they led. really love the Lord if yeah. they're still trying to. They're pursuing you, but in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So you always have to guard your heart and make sure, make sure, 
you know, be smart about it too. And like, don't like from experience, don't give in to being gullible of like, oh, he's Christian and he's, he seems like a great guy. But then, you know, you gotta test, test him out. Yeah. You gotta Just make sure he says he's a Christian doesn't mean he's going to have the mm-hmm. right intentions. So let's talk about ways to guard your heart because this is something I have some experience in where I've had my heart broken, but it was almost by my own doing. Like I went into the situation fully knowing what I was like getting into, but then I was sad and heartbroken, but I kind of put myself in that situation in the first place. And so advice I would give to my younger self would be, um, first of all, know your worth, know that your worth is found in Jesus and mm, know, true. and because then you will respect yourself. You'll, you'll know that your body is a temple of God and the Holy Spirit dwells within you. So I didn't know that. And so I just kind of was like giving my body away to people Yeah. and, and I didn't know my worth. Then the Lord really opened my eyes and showed me, he's like, okay, hey, you deserve to be treated a certain way and to be respected. And I finally realized that when I was like getting heartbroken over just like the smallest things, mm-hmm. um, a guy not texting me back or, you know, just not reciprocating the the same feelings that I didn't even express because I'm just bizarre. (laughs) Don't tell anyone how I feel. Um, Working on that. But I think just guarding your heart in the sense of like knowing who you're worth and not not letting anybody take your A, your peace, your your peace of mind really because like I feel like a lot of the times in dating – we us girls will let these guys take our our peace of mind because mm. if if something doesn't happen the way we expect we just kind of we overthink we question we're like oh my gosh are are we not good enough like do we not like is our appearance not good enough or are we saying the wrong thing and then we let that guy affect how we view ourselves that is really what i think i've experienced and I, the lord has really shown me like if you are really if your identity is truly found in me meredith then you will not let any guy affect the way that you see yourself that's so wow good. that came out exactly that what was i was so saying. good no i totally agree because you know like i would even say in this past year like going on dates or just hanging out with guys with the wrong intentions is just kind of like I know that I'm way more worthy than this and I know I'm way more worthy than a guy just, you know, not treating me the way that I need to be treated and that's a queen and God wants us to be treated like a queen mm-hmm. and you and I would give this to my, my younger self too and you guys is just know your worth and know that a man who really wants to pursue you will, he will, will make it known. Make it known. No he games, will not, no questioning. Yeah, he will not just, you know. You won't have to be like, wait, does he like me? Because if you're having to question if he, if someone likes you, then they most likely don't like you. Right. And he shouldn't just be hitting you up once in a while on Snapchat or or just not yeah. making it known that, you Communication know, he really wants. Yeah, important. that's very much key. So before we get into the rest of this episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about the app called Calm. I know that 2020 has been a lot and we could all benefit from less stress and more sleep in our lives. That's why it's so important to take care of ourselves and invest in our well-being during stressful and anxious times like these. Calm is the number one app for sleep, meditation, and relaxation. I personally use Calm and it's one of the best apps to use myself to help reduce my anxiety and stress. I love doing the breathing technique exercises or a guided anxiety meditation in my morning routine so I can start my mornings off feeling more calm and focused and ready to conquer a busy day ahead. 
So I really believe this app with like techniques in helping you better sleep, manage your stress better, and calming your anxiety. This app is so helpful for your overall mind and body. So with that being said, you can also use this app with a special limited time promotion of 40% off your Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash unfilteredfaith. That's 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library and new content that's added on every single week. So like I mentioned, that's calm.com slash unfilteredfaith. And don't forget to use that specific URL so you can purchase the 40% off of the Calm Premium subscription. So with that being said, let's just jump right back into the rest of this episode. Okay, moving on to physical and mental health. So I wanted to touch on some physical health stuff because I definitely struggled and have been through a lot in terms of body image and, and just how I viewed myself. Um, so a verse that I just recently have been meditating on that has really helped me, especially through this quarantine and not being able to work out like usual and just really realizing that when I was in uh, high school and then my early twenties, working out for me became an idol. It became something that I put before anything. Like first it came before God for sure, but it came before like even my friends and my family at one point, it became so consuming to the point where it's, it was all I thought about. Like if I, if I didn't go to the gym, I would get so frustrated and like angry at myself. And so it, I, that's when I realized, um, that that was taking over my life. And so now looking back, I'm like, Whoa, bro, that was an idol. Um, so this verse in first Timothy four, eight says for physical training is of some value. So saying like it's, it is a good value because physical training is, is, good for your body and your health, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. Mm. So saying that you should be putting righteousness and walking uprightly with the Lord before physical training, working out. Isn't that such a good verse? I wish I had known that before. It would have saved me a lot of like stress. (laughs) No, I totally, I totally relate to that. Like I remember I would go to the gym so much or if I didn't make it that week, I I felt like I was going crazy. My mom and my mom literally told me, like, you're making the gym your idol. Like you're, you're Your mom told you was yeah, right. <laughs> she was like, You're crazy about this. And I used to like count my macros and calories. Like I was obsessed with like And a lot of people experience a lot of people deal with yes. this. Men and women. Not yeah. just women, men too. And I like my advice is like don't don't try to do it because you want to look a certain way. Or, or you're, 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 you're eating a certain way to get that lean body. Like I was following a lean body lifestyle for so long. I was copying all these girls, how they were doing it. And I was doing the strict meal plan and, and I was not enjoying it. It wasn't that I was wanting to work out to feel good and obviously to look good. I was doing it because I felt obligated to, and I was comparing myself to all these girls. Comparison is the the stealer of of joy. And, and, and now I'm like, I don't even, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, I don't want to do it because I want to follow her, what they're doing and what's working for them or working out just because, um, just because I want to look a certain way. I need to be doing it for my physical health to help 
make me stronger or to eat to nourish what's for my body. And what you're saying is literally this verse in 1 Corinthians 10. It says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the the glory glory of God. God. Basically saying everything you do, like what you're drinking, what you're eating, it should glorify God. So, and it's not to say like, okay, I'm going to, a donut is not bad for you in the sense of like, if it brings you joy, eat Mm -hmm. a donut. It's not saying don't eat like unhealthy foods, just saying like everything you do, have it glorify God. So if yeah. your training is not taking glorifying over for yourself, self, not, and to not glorify glorifying yourself. for your own body. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, I just want to point out, like, good. don't, uh, like, don't do what other people are doing meal plans or like go see a physician if you need to to see what works for your body because yeah. i was Everyone's only bodies are so, so different. different do what works for you and that's what i'm learning too and now like i need i want to be able to nourish and work out the right way for my body not from what i see on instagram mm-hmm. or on media what's yeah. working for them like in the yeah that's such a good point because growing up like even i feel like us in like junior high we had those magazines like All those magazines that would tell us, like, what to do or, like, get abs this way. Like, that's so toxic. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's all – I mean, it's so worldly stuff. Like, it's kind of hard to stay away from it because we live in the world, but we're supposed to be, you know, out a part of the world. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, moving on to mental health. Mental health. Honestly, you need to put your mental health first before – Physical physical because, because your mental health mind, effects if your mind yeah. isn't healthy your body yeah is just gonna and i will come and tell you guys from experience even from this year i have experienced such intense anxiety and stress that i thought there was something physically wrong with me but it all starts in, in your, your mind. mind and i've seen therapists in the past and honestly giving advice to anyone that's looking right now for a therapist or looking into seeking counseling, always make sure they are doing Christian counseling because if it's not biblical-based, spiritual warfare is very real. Spiritual warfare has a lot to do with mental health as well. Um, That's just my advice too. And um, yeah, guys, like if your mind isn't right, your your physical anything else will – not follow yeah i think renewing your mind in the word of god is honestly a really great place Mm -hmm. to start and i think that's helped me a lot um it says that the word of god is sharper than any two-edged sword and it cuts through um what is that verse it it's so powerful basically saying that the word of god can penetrate the heart and and the mind it actually says so that's why it's like Yes, you can go to a therapist, and and if you really need to see a Christian counselor, I, I think that's great. I'm actually wanting to, to go back to school to study psychology and be a Christian counselor. But renewing your mind could be as easy as just starting to be in Scripture and really reading the Word of God because it is sharper than any two-edged sword. Um, so I'm just really passionate about like reminding young women to get in their Word because that's how you renew your mind. No, yeah, and it says in scripture, you know, um, when you read Ephesians, like, putting on the full armor of God, but I think the devil will always come and try to steal, kill, and destroy your life through your mind. He can't read your thoughts. Mm -mm. But he studies your behavior. He will plant your thoughts, and that, and your mind, and your your brain has the effect on your whole life, Mm -hmm. initially, and Mm -hmm. the devil will try to destroy you. 
um, through planting, you know, those seeds of destruction. Yeah, destruction and spiritual warfare through the mind. That's why it says so much in the Bible to renew your mind and to always um, be strong in scripture and prayer and worship, of course. That's all important. Yeah. I mean, it's so crazy that you and I both, I mean, so many, I know so many people have struggled with depression. And just the other day, before I flew into Sacramento, it was right after the election. I was just miserable. I felt like I was under, I had a, like, just depressed state. Like, I was, I wouldn't say I was depressed because I'm not going to identify with be a depression. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, don't ever identify with a mental yeah, health Yeah, because disorder. Your, your, your words have... A lot power. Of power. For, yeah, don't You're, say, like, I am depressed, I am anxious. You can be in a state of anxiousness, but never identify with it. Right, because there's so much power. There's life and death in the power of your tongue. Mm, yeah. And I, I even can relate to that, too. I've been struggling a lot with mental health this year, I will be honest. And it's a battle every day, but it's a battle that is always won and overcome because mm-hmm. Jesus has overcome any mental illness any physical illness yeah. um and a lot of, and honestly this year the devil w- kept lying to me like no you're still sick or you're yeah, still yeah it's it's a physical problem you yeah. you need to get that checked and i was going i wasn't going crazy but i was i was going to the wrong sources i wasn't going to jesus about renew, renewing my mind or healing my uh my stress anxiety and um um fear and stuff like that because that's all very spiritual and mental mm-hmm. of course like there's chemical go, imbalances that can right be yeah there. like go you know get you know if you need to get a physical done or if you have physical stuff that's happening go to the doctor you know obviously. a lot of stuff happens if your gut is unhealthy like if you have a lot of bad like gut bacteria so much affects your mind if your yeah. gut is not healthy which is insane but i will, it makes sense. I will kind yeah, of go off on this sauce knows she had what so did you have? i basically manifested physical gut problems like I, mm-hmm. I started researching and I told myself I had it and I literally had it. I got tested for it and I had it. And so now I'm fighting all these physical things because your mind is so powerful and and it can cause a lot of physical abnormal, mm-hmm. abnormalities and that's why it's so important to always take care of your mental health and do not be afraid to seek out a counselor. Do not be afraid to get help from this. Don't feel ashamed. Don't feel like... I don't want people to know or like I think this is so embarrassing because guys I am in the same boat and even talking about this right now opening up a little about about like my mental health and my gut problems I w- I'm afraid to talk about it because it's kind of like I don't I want to feel embarrassed or I don't want people to really know mm-hmm. but just know you're not alone and everyone is is fighting about something you know that you know about. nothing about and just a reminder to be kind but you know, just get the help that you need and don't be afraid uh, to do it because we, I want you and I want us, everyone, to be at their best selves and not have to keep suffering with anxiety God wants or you healthy gut issues whole, or yeah. depression. And don't be afraid to ask for prayer from people. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people are like, I, I'm embarrassed to even, I felt this. I'm like, I don't want, the other day when I was sad, I was like, I, I want someone to pray for me, but I feel like embarrassed to ask like for someone to pray for me because I don't want to seem weak. But at the end of the day, when we are at our weakest, that is when God is strong. Like our strength comes from the Lord. And so never be ashamed of like seeming weak Mm -hmm. because weakness is not, 
there's like courage in being vulnerable and opening up. There's like actually, I think when you're weak, like that is when you show yourself strong and you can say like, okay, God is my strength. I think that that, that takes courage. So never feel ashamed. I feel like a lot of guys struggle with that. Like men, yeah. like they don't, they're afraid to like seem weak. Yeah, because it's not weakness, it's strength. So if you're if you're a guy listening to this, I want to let you know. You. <laughs> do not be afraid to, to go talk to someone. Yeah. Ask for prayer or ask for counseling if you're struggling with um, you know, anything um, yeah. mentally. So moving on to career, work, and just life passions. So I think one of the things that I would give advice to for my younger self, and even just now, honestly, because I'm still I'm still finding this balance, but finding a balance between, you know, having discipline and it says in, what is it, Proverbs 12, 1, was it? Yeah, to learn you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. Yeah, so whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, um, whether it's your schoolwork or you're working on something outside of your career, if it's just a passion project, it's so important to have discipline. And self-control is a fruit of the spirit. The fruit will reap with uh, the discipline that you're doing mm-hmm. uh, long term. If you're going to be obviously studying or or doing something for your future, it's obviously the fruit will will come to life by that discipline. You yeah. can't just be lazy you and have expect to God to be like... I want this and not have it happen because you didn't put in the fruit of labor. Okay, so it's finding a healthy balance of trusting the Lord and having discipline. So it's like putting both of those together. So in terms of purpose, I feel like a lot of people, especially in their 20s, we feel like we have to have everything figured out by a certain age. And that is so not true. When you think about especially the fact that Sarah, who was like super old, when God told her that she would have a baby, she like she literally laughed because she's like, I'm too old to have kids. Like, how, what do you mean I'm going to have a baby? Mm-hmm. And she had so much faith, she believed that she would. And then she did. She had a baby at like an age where she wasn't supposed to be able to bear children. So never feel like your age, do not let that confine you to certain things or dreams or passions that you have because God can accomplish anything at any age. So whatever age you are, like, it, it, there's nothing impossible for God. But um, I think that, like, going back to when I was, like, in my early 20s, I remember just kind of feeling like, um, like, what is my purpose? Like, what is my purpose here? Like, what – sometimes I feel like we think, like, why am I here? That's a question that a lot of people struggle with. And I think when you look at the, the passions and desires God has put on your heart, you look at those things, you look at what you are good at, what God has gifted you with, like the gifts he's given you spiritually and just like in general. Like, are you good at um, communicating with people? Are you good at finances? Are you good at, you know, just, um, I don't know, like anything the Lord has given you, it's so good to look at those things like make a list of things that you think you qualities that you like about yourself and that you think you can add and contribute to certain things and then maybe look at okay what's what jobs kind of align with these qualities that I'm good at like if you're really good at at communicating you could go into like hotel management like just there's certain things that I feel like Mm -hmm. that's a good way to look at like going into career is like aligning with okay what am I really good at I'm gonna hone in on those and then I'm gonna find you know I'm super passionate about animals, so maybe I want to go into um, veterinary school. And it's okay to, like, figure out, like, you don't have to stick to one thing. Like, I felt kind of like, 
I don't know, like, I've had a, multiple jobs in the past, and I felt like I'm bouncing around everywhere, but then I was, like, looking at a perspective of, like, it's okay to have multiple jobs or to switch careers if mm-hmm. you're not happy in that mm-hmm. career, and I always felt like, oh, man, like, people are gonna think, like, what is she doing? Why does she have this job? Or, what? like, I struggled with that in the past, and it's, like, Honestly, who cares what other people think? And if you're bouncing around trying to figure out what job you love or what career you love, it's okay to keep figuring it out. We're so young. Like, even now that I'm growing, like, older and turning 21, I was like, I feel like I've just had too many careers, not necessarily careers, but jobs, and I don't know. But it's a good way to look at perspective, like, that it's okay and that we're all still growing and whatever age you're gonna be at it's you you still want to find that like the job you really love and the passion that you really love um and what was that point you said about how if it's not if you're not super passionate about it it may not be worth pursuing yeah like you could have good certain skill sets and like you can be good at one thing or like things that you have skills in yeah like my brother oh my god but if you're not passionate about putting the passion and the skills together but if you have too much of that skills and not enough passion, then you're just not going to want to keep you're, doing it. It's not it. going to be fulfilling. Right. So that's just like, that's what I've just learned along the way with just like certain things. Like, and also I feel like you don't always have to have one career, one passion. You know how people stick to one career path of like, oh, I want to be this for the rest of my life. But it's like, I mean, if you want to do that, you totally can. But it's okay to have different interests and passions. Like, for me, I like, you know, marketing. I like fashion. But I also now started to get into, uh, like, learning more about the mind and psychology mm-hmm. and, like, gut health, how that affects your life. Like, I've just found out more myself. Like, I have different branches of passions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's okay to have that because, you know, along the way, the Lord will plant those inside of you yeah and And, it's for a reason yeah and if you feel like you don't know what your passion your career what you want to do honestly just just starting out with just trying things out maybe you know switching your major if you're in college to a different major to see what you like or um if you're feeling like you're stuck at a certain passion that you're not passionate about anymore um try new things out and i feel like this is honestly for my advice to my younger self and to you guys too, you don't have to stick to one thing forever. You can always find Amen. what what the Lord has called you to do or what you're, you know, more trying to get a spark in. Like if yeah. you don't have that spark and that passion. Anymore. I feel like oh, so many people our age are at that point right now. Like my brother, he's really good with finances and like doing investments and he's just so good at it. But he's told me that he doesn't find it like fulfilling in the sense where he knows he's adding value but it's like not fulfilling to him mm-hmm. like he he wants to do something that is he wants to do more physical labor like maybe working in an oil rig like he just and it's okay because we're at that age we're like we're still trying to figure out like what is it that that like sparks that light in us mm-hmm. and even if like sometimes there's jobs that we just have to do because we have to put food on the table and so that then you go you you say okay what am I passionate about what can I do outside of my job that brings me that joy we're just gonna pray over you guys really quick father god I just thank you for every person listening to this right now everyone that's under the sound of my voice lord I just pray that you continue to renew their minds and renew their hearts lord it says in Isaiah 40 31 that those who hope in the lord will renew their strength they will soar on wings like eagles they will run and not grow weary so I just thank you for giving us strength in this hour and we just trust and hope in you lord and I just thank you for that 
And that is it for this episode. We just wanted to thank you for listening and don't forget to follow us on our IG at Unfiltered Faith Pod and we'll catch you in our next episode. Bye. Bye.